You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Just after 3.30, Kimbo on the Reach with you. We are live from Studio Lumo SA, all thanks to our great friends at Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. If you'd like to be a part of the show, you can call us on the Lawn Hub Talkback line, the number 1300 736 736. Well, last Friday, Reach, it was not to be. We knew Brisbane would be a formidable opponent. They seemed too fast, too strong and too tall. Was that the case? They won by 23 points. Let's go to their classy defender, Mariana Ratchet, who joins us now. Mariana, thank you for your time. Thanks for having me, guys. Is that too simple? Too fast, too strong, too tall? Nah. <laughs> Look, nah, uh, mate, we, I think we just didn't play crow's footy for four quarters and I think that was kind of uh, sums up our season. We couldn't, um, especially this season, I think... We just couldn't get that consistency um, throughout the whole game. There was glimpses of, of our footy, um, and I think on, on Friday we needed four quarters of it, and you could see in that second quarter, um, you know, Brisbane got a few goals, and, and, and that was it, really. They got four. It's turned into a bit of a bogey quarter for you this year. It's not the first time it's happened. No, yeah. So, um, like I said, it's, yeah... Uh, not not great, and I and I wish we could have um, you know played four quarters consistently. And I don't know, is it something that we got to look into next season? We got plenty of time now to work on it. So um, yeah, it's time to get back to work, huh? Mariana, an emotional week, an emotional start to the game, emotional thoughts on several of your players. Can you tell us just what what it was like for the playing group, considering the week you had been through? Um, it was yeah, it was it was a it was a tough week. Um, of course, um, you know, any time you lose someone close to you and, and, a, and, a, and an old teammate and, you know, I always say it, but once a crow, always a crow. Like for our club, it was a, it was a hard week. Um, but again, um, the beauty of it is that, you know, footy actually brings us joy, brings us together and, and we are a family. And so, so we look after one another. And I think, um, you know, Heads was looking down on us and would have would have wanted us to to play play our hearts out, which I think we did. We we tried our best, um, and and again, it's it's the simple joys in life of bringing one another together and and being around your mates and and playing footy, and and that's what we did. Yeah, it was very emotional, and and the side was very brave. That's not being patronising. Uh, the way you went about it as well, not just dealing with that. But uh, gee, they're a mighty side, Brisbane. And you look at the KPIs, and uh, the marks inside fifty was telling, thirteen to three. Mm, yeah, we. Um, I, I remember me and uh, Chelsea had a had a chat about that, and yeah, like we looked at that stat as well. And as a defensive unit, you know, we we don't want to give them any marks inside fifty, and. And the fact is that you know going into our inside fifty, we probably didn't didn't help our forwards. Um, we didn't give them the advantage kick. We didn't give them that chance to actually um, take that footy. And, and to Brisbane's credit, you know they defended really well. Yeah. And, 
and 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 made those spoils. Whereas on on our end, uh, yeah, we we didn't get the job done. Oh, I think they stuck their tackles too. They were plus nineteen there. This may be awkward for you, but um, I firmly believe Brisbane have been the best side this year. But I don't think the free kick count did you any favours, especially in that first half. <laughs> no, I uh, I couldn't agree more with mm. you. Um, yeah, I was a. Uh, I was frustrated at times, and again, it's it's one of those things that it, it's part of foot, footy, and it happens, and you've got no control over. And and I think the unfortunate part of that is sometimes you've got the momentum, and and a call happens, mm. and then it goes against you, and then it just breaks breaks that whole shift. So yeah. um, I don't think that helped us either. But like you said, I agree. I think Brisbane have been. Um, you know, the best side all season and, and they deserve to be there. Yeah, no doubt about that. And Rich, just for the record, it was 18 free kicks to nine. Brisbane had double, but there were some crucial ones, some absolute Barry Crockers. Mm. <laughs> Mariana, Adelaide and you were there to see it all unfold from the beginning of how they set the agenda, set the pace of what AFLW would be all mm. about. It seems Brisbane and Melbourne have taken it somewhere else. What is it about Brisbane and Melbourne, the two grand finalists that has changed the AFLW this year? I think, um, I guess, like you're saying, when you're looking at Brisbane and, and Melbourne, Melbourne, probably similar to us in terms of the turnover and the squad changes, mm. um, they've, they've, they've kept their squads um, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty similar to what it has been the last few years. So that also that helps build that foundation. You've got that, that fitness base. You've got the understanding of... Um, and I think also having stability in their coaching staff mm. um, and then knowing the game plan, knowing the way they want to play, the terminology used. I know that's the same with us and, and having Doc. And the more and more you get new players, it's it's a kind of like you've got to do a, a fast track of teaching them so they get up to scratch with where everyone else is at. So when yep. you don't have a big new number of um, players joining your squad... I think that fast track process happens quite organically and quite naturally because there's only a couple. Whereas when you've got more to deal with, I think it, it just gets harder in a way. Mm. So I think with Brisbane and Melbourne, you can see that they've been together for a few years now. They've built a really good foundation. And and again, similarly to us, when we lost in 2021 um, against Brisbane, you know, we were there, we got there. And again, Brisbane that day um, were the better side and beat us on the day. Um, but that gave us that fuel and that fire to 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 come back, you know, earlier this year in in season six and 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 win it and get that ultimate prize and success. And I think Melbourne has that hunger and has that fire. And I think also Brisbane do too from from missing out on 2022's um, grand final. So. Um, yeah, I think it'll be a good showdown this weekend. It's going to be an absolute cracker. Uh, we heard the doc at three-quarter time uh, live during the game, and he said uh, the instruction was to throw caution to the wind. You had a crack. You came up short. Uh, what was the message post-game, and have you done a review on the game yet? Um, post-game, I mean, doc, doc spoke on behalf of the club and, and, and himself and just how proud he is of us and and how hard this season, or this year really, sorry, two mm. seasons has been, um, and that we can't take away that, you know, we have had success um, and, and we've done exceptionally well, but um, we haven't had a team review. We're having that tonight um, as, a, as a collective, and then we've got some awards and events coming up this week, and then we'll have exit, exit meetings next week. Um, but again, Doc kind of, you know, we spoke about it and post-game, I think... Um, a little in this season seven, I think we were battling not just the opponents, but we were battling ourselves as well. Um, so I think it was a 
it was definitely a long year. It's been a tough year, and we've had a few girls that have been carrying a couple of niggles and knocks mm. the last couple of weeks. So we've had players that are our, you know, when you're looking at it, our stars that are that are, that aren't running out there 100%. That that obviously has an impact um, on on them and their ability as well, but um, as a whole collective. So I think. Uh, yeah, we, we weren't at our best, but um doesn't mean we can't get there again. Yeah, it's a weird year, isn't it? We're disappointed you lost the prelim final. We've quickly forgot you actually won a flag this year <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mariana, you, you, you mentioned uh, exit meetings. They'll get underway uh, shortly. Uh, it's not enjoyable for all players. Uh, where are you at? Are you keen to go on again? I uh, Yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm definitely keen to go on again. So... Um, I guess we'll it'll be a we'll see where the club sits and and you know what what they want to do and and where they want to go next season and we'll have those conversations and see see where it lands. Marion, you have a long history in this short-lived AFLW. If Nicole Livingston rings you right now and says, "I need your feedback. What have we done with season seven that we need to do in season eight or change?" What would you tell her? Oh, well, I think the protocols need to change and um, they're their rulings and um, yeah, I think that would probably be the first thing that I talk about. Um, but yeah, I think I think just just that I think for everyone, all footy clubs, you can see it: personnel, staff, um, doing this season seven, two in a two in the same year. I think has been difficult for yeah. everyone, yeah. and uh, I think a lot of people are struggling and need a break. So I think um, everyone's kind of looking forward to having some time off and time away because I feel like. If you burn people out, you you lose good people to the to the great game that we have. So and, and we don't want to do that. So that's I think something that we've got to make sure we do better. Not that it helps you at the moment, but you, it, this game is in its infancy, and uh, you are pioneers of the game, and it is growing so quickly. Would you be pushing for seventeen game season next year? Um, me personally, no, I, really? I don't think so. I think I'm, I think I'm a, I'm like I. I mean, it's hard. You look at like I just added it up previously, and as a as a Crows team, we've played twenty five games this season wow. or this year. Sorry, wow. in two mm, seasons. Yeah, so yeah. we've basically played a men's, you know, equivalent of how many games yeah. um, in terms of that. So if you're going from you you you're normally only playing twelve to thirteen games in a season, and now you've jumped to twenty five. Um, you can, I mean, I, I think you could see it on Friday night, but our players, I mean, we are tired, we're drained, we're, we've worked, you know, it's been tough. Um, so I think, I think I'm a, I'm a believer of gradually increasing it. I think sometimes, yeah, maybe you do need to pull the trigger and go straight, but even going from now 10, I would say maybe to go to 14 um, and then the following season go to the full 17, just so you kind of, because you still got to think about you've got four new expansion teams that have come in. Yes, they only had a shortened pre-season and preparation, but even going into next year, I still feel like they need some time to kind of have to, you know, to get up to speed in a way. Yep, good point. Interesting. Very good point. Interesting, points. because we've I spoken... I hope Nicole to, is, li- yeah, is listening. Well, we've spoken to a lot of different mm. players this year, though, and most of them are very keen to get to the 17 games to want get integrity. equity. I think yeah. we want integrity, but I think... Mariana's made a very good yeah. point here. We can't yeah. burn out people to get to that integrity either. Mm. And I think the integrity piece is really important as well. Yeah. But you, you have to be mindful of you've got 18-year-olds that are coming into well a said. football program yeah, and they're well playing said. then 14 games. Yeah, well said, particularly when you're not a professional league yet either.
Mariana, congratulations yep. on the mm. the year. It has been a successful year. Uh, the club is a wonderful organisation. It's been the benchmark in the women's competition for a long time. We wish you all the very best with the debrief. I'm sure the doc won't be too hard on you all. Um, but you know where you have to improve next year, so we'll watch with interest. Appreciate that, guys. Thank you very much. Mariana Ratchich there, Crows defender. That's an interesting point of view, isn't it? No, There's a lot to digest in that, but a lot of it makes good sense with what Mariana has said. We all want the AFLW to be on a platform where we say there are 18 teams, they play 17 games, we get a top eight final series. Long-term project, fine, but that's not hurt people along the way. And her point there about the 18-year-olds who are still at schools trying to match their phase of life when they go from school to whatever they want to do next and also play AFLW is demanding. And they're still working as well. Absolutely. Because they're not full-time. And but don't get to go be, full-time training. There'll be the argument that Sandful people have been doing that for years and years. Yeah, but they've had 140 years of doing it. No, I fully understand, Rooch. It was an interesting mm. point of view. All righty. Guess what's coming up next, Rooch? Oh, we're going to do Beat the Boys, Beat the we? Boys. You got your pants really? pulled down last week, Roach, last yes. Thursday. You were smashed. Oh, no, you won. <laughs> Thanks, kid. Yeah, you Thanks won. for remembering. <laughs> Thank you won. It's the time before you got uh, smashed. And, hey. you're, and you're ripe for the picking today, aren't you? You've done it again over the weekend. Oh, well, I had the nephew's buck show. Uh, I had to be yeah. there to keep an eye on them so all, I'm on the buzzer then. Yeah. Uh, uh, Beat the Boys <laughs> is coming up. If you want to be a part of it, ring now. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Your chance to win $1,000 worth of free. Free fuel, all thanks to Hyundai. Uh, don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now. It's simple. Take on me or take on the route. Best of three questions. You can win $1,000 worth of free fuel. Beat the boys, coming up next. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.